Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another awesome episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop. And I want you to know, by the way, that I truly appreciate that you're a member of the nation. And if you're listening to this, if this is the first time you've ever listened to an episode of Unfuck Nation, you are now officially a member. There are no membership fees. There's no badges. Although you can't buy a t-shirt if you go to unfucknation.com or a sweatshirt. I need to get some hats. People have been asking me for hats. And maybe even a few mugs. That'd be good, right? If you had an Unfuck Nation mug. I'll get my people on that. All right. So, but welcome anyway. Welcome all to what we're discussing this week. And this is a subject that's been on my mind a while because it, there's so much of it. In the domain of the personal development industry, okay? And if you know me at all, you know I've I've got some issues with this kind of particular genre, if you like. I've got some items that I feel as if require discussion. And part of my problem with the self-help industry in general is it's kind of self-serving. It's not really self-help. It, it serves whoever's profligating their message, right? And too much of it is this kind of hodgepodge of spirituality, psychology, motivation. I mean, you name it, right? NLP, all kinds of stuff. What I'm always out to do is be consistent in my message, have the message come from a particular spot or a particular place, and that the message will line up with other things that I've said that's always on my mind when I'm not only speaking, but when I'm writing. This thing I see a lot, okay? And, and I know you're probably going to get to the fucking point, Gary. I want to, I'm getting to the point. It's about knowing your worth. And I hear it a lot. Know your worth. I'm going to start by telling you why you're kind of, where you're at in terms of your worth. And I'm saying that word in quotes. Why you're at where you're at is because you're, you've already determined. And I'm talking strictly in terms of finances here, okay? I'm talking in terms of money, not your worth in terms of your self-respect or something like that. I'm talking in terms of money. And I know some of you are like, hell yes, we're talking about money. That's freaking great. But the deal here is, just look at your life right now. 
Think about your financial life right now. Think about what you're doing for a living, whether you own a business, whether you're self-employed, whether you have a job here, there, or whatever, okay? Just look at what you're doing. In the background of your thoughts, there's an amount of money that you think you can make. There's your kind of dream number that you'd love to make. But you're mostly operating in a kind of domain of financial availability. That is, there's an amount of money that you think you can make, and this is how you're going to make it. And whatever you're doing right now, by the way, lines up with that number. If you have a job, for instance, right, you might fucking hate your job. You might be like, this is the worst job. But it'll kind of produce the end result for you, which is a specific amount of money that you have in mind. And if you really think about it, by the way, you know the number. So if it's 38,000 or 62,000 or 55,000 or 108,000 or 250 grand or whatever your thing might be, you've got a number in mind. I want you to consider that the career or the pathway that you're on right now is to produce the number that you think you can make. Now, you've got to listen to what I'm saying. Is to produce the number that you think you can make. Very few people are, are on a pathway to make a number that they don't think they can make. Now, often the personal development industry's answer to this particular conundrum is one of, well, you really need to know your worth and you should always ask what you're worth, which is a fucking mistake. It's a major mistake. And why it's a major mistake is you're tying in you to money. You're tying your sense of self to cash. Now, that's a fucking mistake. Why? Because at some point down the line, you might hit the wall and your finances go down. Well, you can imagine what else goes down. Your sense of self, your sense of personal power. It's not your worth. It's not like your sense of worth or your sense of yourself. It's not that at all. And it's never been that. And anybody who's telling you that, you can tell them a Gary John Bishop said, they're full of shit. They're full of shit. You should never encourage someone to tie their sense of self to something external. And by the way, this ties in with a lot of what I say. Like, you should never... Tie your sense of self into the way that somebody else treats you. You should never tie your sense of self into your job or your possession. Why? Those items are temporary. You'll end up with you. And you always end up with yourself. So then what is the key to all of this? Then, Mr. Nodley, little Scottish man, I want to tell you. And this is partly from my own experience in my own life, right? But then a big part of this is 
what I've observed in people, what I've seen them do, and how I've coached people, how I've coached many, many people, is if you think of the number, right, that you'd love to make that goes way beyond the number that you're currently making, right? And by the way, if you're working in a job that pays you, I don't know, I'm just going to make up a number, $35,000, okay? And I know that might be high for some of you and terribly low for others, but whatever, let's say 35000 I need you to know you're devoting your life to producing that number. And you're devoting all your thoughts and all your emotions and all your moods and all your outlook and everything to that number. And you'll produce that number. But while you're yearning for something greater, I want you to know where your attention is going. I can yearn for something on my right hand, okay? Gonna separate this in your mind's eye. I can yearn for something on my right. I can want something. I can be desperate for something. I can dream about something on my right hand. My left hand, there's what I'm actually doing. And what I'm actually doing is I'm devoting myself to producing $35,000. Now, luckily, if you follow what I'm saying, that's got nothing to do with your self-worth. That's not what you're worth. That's what you're saying your time is worth. Now, I don't want to get into this whole time versus money shit, okay? Because it's really like value versus money. It's really that. So if you were to ask yourself right now, if you're making 35000 you want to make 80000 how many $80,000 actions are you taking every day? The answer, obviously, would be none or very little. Or you might be a positivity head and you're like, well, I'm working on my Amazon shop right now, <laughs> right? Which is good, right? I mean, that's good, but it's not producing eighty grand. It's good to work on things. It's good to have a side hustle. It's good to do. I love all that shit. It's, it's awesome. But you got to look in reality. What's it actually producing? And you might say, well, it's temporary. And I know some of you are like, yeah, it's temporary. And you've been doing it for three years or four years or five years or 10 years. And that, that, that. Again, that's all fine. But don't pretend that's producing that, that money because it ain't. So you're always asking yourself, what are the actions that I'm taking that are consistent? with the financial outcome that I'm producing or out to produce. And it's usually very sobering. You get quite the, the shock, like, oh, well, none. And I've engaged with this question many times in my life. And by the way, ramped up my game when I confront the cold truth of the answer to the question. The question being, what am I doing right now that's consistent with the amount of money that I want to produce. Now, there's another part to this. Because you might say, well, I could do this thing, I could do that thing. And this is where it came from me. I started to realize I didn't produce the kind of value that that money would generate or that would be generated. So I wasn't coming to the table with something that the outcome of what I'm bringing would produce the number I was after. 
And so often that's the case. People are looking for like a shortcut. And it really is about you get paid for the value that you bring to the table. You don't get paid for you. You're not a fucking special star. And I really want you to get that. Like, even those of you that might be, you want to be a comedian or a singer, it's the value you're bringing to the table. Or you want to fucking get a job at this company or that company, what's the value you're bringing to the table? What are you, what have you worked on? What are you continuing to work on that you're going to bring to the table that has that value? And if you keep bringing something to the table and bringing it to the table and bringing it to the table, I want you to consider that it's not there in terms of the value yet. You haven't done enough of what you need to do such that whatever that thing is, whatever you're presenting has the value that's consistent with the number you have in mind. You can fight. You can argue. You can get indignant. You can just keep fucking doing the same shit over and over and over and over and over and over, hoping that this turns out, or you can finally address, oh, maybe what I'm bringing here isn't going to line up with the number that I have in mind. Maybe I need to up my skill set. Maybe I need to work on something. Maybe I need to refine something. Maybe I need to go to school and on and on. But that's not about you either. That's not a personal thing. It's not about your value. It's not about your worth. Your worth as a human being. We all have the same worth as a human being. There's no distinction from one person to the next. The only thing that's different is what's the value of what they're bringing to the table. Their worth as a human being is consistent all along. Although some of you have talked yourself down so fucking much. You're not connected to your true value as a being. You have a gift. Your gift is to be yourself and to hold yourself to that, sometimes in very testing circumstances, of course, but that is your job. So I want you to really start to confront that right now you might have a financial future in mind for yourself. I want you to really question, is what you're bringing to the table consistent with the dream you have, the number you have, or are you just crossing your fingers and scratching fucking lotto cards? Which again, I mean, go ahead, but geez. Your chances are beyond remote, right? Beyond remote. I really want you to look at like, is your financial future lining up with what you're bringing to the table? And if it's not, you need to change what you're bringing to the table. And I'll give you a little example. If, if you're like, you know what? I need to get better at installing carpet. Maybe. Okay, maybe you do need to get better at installing. And by the way, carpet installers make pretty decent money. But if you've got a million dollars a year in mind, I don't care how fucking good you get at installing carpet. There's not enough carpet you can install to get that number. And on and on and on. Right? I don't know why I said carpet installer. I just, anyway, just came to mind. I haven't even had carpet installed recently. I don't even know. Anyway, so... 
I want you to really look at like it's not your personal value. It's the value of whatever it is you're bringing to the table. And does it line up with the financial future that you say you're after? And if it doesn't, confront, deal with it, investigate, study, learn, and bring yourself back to the table with something that has more value for people. Because it's always value for people. I don't care what anybody says. Whatever you bring to the table has to be value for people. All right, you guys, as usual, we're going to take a little break right now. If you want to be part of a future show, if you've got a question for me that you want to deal with, 646-450-3203 is the Unfuck Nation hotline. You can send me an email, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. Or you can go to the website, which might even be the easiest one, unfucknation.com. You can just fill out a little form, put in your question, your comment, or maybe even something you want me to talk about. Also, do not forget, please leave me a review. Please subscribe to the show. All this stuff, yes, directly to you, whatever you're doing right now, subscribing and reviewing makes a big difference to the show, okay? Very big difference. All right, we'll be back in a minute. See you on the flip side. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back to the second half of the show. By the way, if you're not following me on Instagram or Twitter in particular, like those two social media outlets, you have no idea what the hell you're missing out on. At Gary John Bishop, you got to follow me there because I put stuff out on those two platforms all the time. And I also want you to know, by the way, I'm on those platforms. I'm active there, right? I'm popping little quotes and questions out there to get your brain rolling. All right, so this is the part of the show where we deal with a question from the nation. And this is an email that I got from Lacey. I really feel as if there's something right in what she asked me. Her email's a little long, okay? It's okay, Lacey, don't worry about it. But I'm going to read you the whole thing. I want you to get the whole world of it. And then we're going to unpack it for everybody so that everybody can get a little bit of something out of it, which is really the point of sending me stuff, you guys. It's not only for you, it's for what you can provide to the nation. So she starts off, she says, hello, Gary. First off, I would like to say I find you incredibly amazing, which I like that. You must have gone through a lot of shit to be where you are today. She says, which saddens me because I feel like every person shouldn't have to go through as much shit as they do in the first place. I'm working through your books and taking notes and writing a bunch of shit down hoping one day I figure this shit out. I'm a great bullshitter through life, so I'm sure I can dwindle on my procrastination and excuses a bit longer. 
My biggest conundrum I face is I continually move every couple of years to a different state or different place, hoping to feel different. I have great excuses for these moves and hoping one day I will be in a state, I will be like, fuck, this is it. This is what I've been searching for my whole life. I don't know if I'm going through a midlife crisis because I'm going to be empty nesting soon or what my fucking problem is, to be honest. I have asked myself, am I running away from something when I move? Sometimes this is the case. I'm running from getting too close to people. All these moves have taught me things about myself. This most recent move has taught me so much about myself, my vulnerabilities, my failures, and letting go of shit. I have no clue as to what I'm searching for. When my son is grown and out of the house, I want to travel, like go to Australia for a time and Greece, etc. You get my point. My older friends say I have a gypsy soul. I love change. I love newness of things. I love the feeling of not knowing anyone and having to continually recreate myself. I love making new friends and starting new jobs. I love the newness of everything. I embrace change like a master. I'm at this point in my life. I'm 37 and my daughter is going to basic training in the summer. Must have done something right. And my son is 60. I've been a single mother and raised them by myself to the best of my ability. I've had many failures. Let's not make a list. Well, in July, I'm moving back up north. It's more like a happy medium for me. I hate the small town I live in, and the place I'm moving to is a little bit of a city, half of the size of the city I live in now. Partly for me, because I miss family and friends, but the other part is for my 16-year-old son. He is miserable where we currently live, and he misses his friends. I don't know what the future holds, but in general, my life is shit. I keep doing stupid shit that works me in deeper debt and work my ass off to try and get out of it. I'm working on this continual hot mess now every day and not giving up. How can I feel alive in the present? How can I calm my soul a bit to enjoy what I have now and not microsensitize my faults? How do I find out what's really at the root of why nowhere feels like home or brings me peace? I'm sorry my shit turned into a damn novel. I'm sure there are fucking people here, Lacey, who are sorry it turned into a fucking novel too. But anyway, there you go. All right, Lacey, let's get to your conundrum, okay? So, firstly, you'll notice in your communication, there's a lot of questioning. Mostly when we question in life, we're not talking to other people. We're mostly internalizing that. So you're spending a lot of time internalizing, looking for an answer. There's a couple of things about that, that when people do that, often, by the way, there is no fucking answer. So the thing you're looking for, it's an unanswerable question. But it's kind of designed that way. It's designed to kind of keep you there in that loop. Now, I know you might be sitting there saying to yourself, but why, Gary, which is another fucking question. Because that's what we do. We internalize and we question, we internalize, we question, we internalize, we question at times. And so you end up going in this downward spiral. And as you've already discovered, Lacey, you're not finding an answer. And the reason you're not finding an answer, because the point really is just to ask another question. In fact, even if I sat here and I gave you the answer that you're looking for, you would question it. Because that's what you do. Now, at some level, right, you're not okay with yourself. You're not okay with who you've become. I don't even have a fucking problem with that. 
Like, you know, there's a lot out there about loving yourself and all that stuff. I mean, that's okay. If you want to go ahead, love away. But one of the greatest gifts that I believe I ever got in terms of an insight was the self-realization that I'm okay. Like I, as a thing, I'm okay. I don't mean average. I mean, I'm okay. I mean, I'm, I'm safe. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. It just kind of reduces a, a lot of that flutter that we sometimes get in our chest or in our head or in our gut. Like, I'm okay. This is okay. Now, you're constantly moving. You're on the money with this part. You're trying to solve the problem of yourself. When I say yourself, I mean your deepest self that you're not okay with. A lot of what I'm talking about here is in Stop Doing That Shit. In that book, I, I break down the kind of makeup of your internal machinery, like why it does what it does. You're mostly just indulging it. So you're indulging your internal machinery. You guys, I'm going to blow up a few balloons here. Have you ever wondered why you want a change of scenery? Ever wondered why you want to go on vacation? Ever wonder why, like, sometimes when you go on vacation, you come back and you feel recharged? And people go, oh, yeah, it's such a lovely place. You know, all the beaches there are amazing. Well, we went to the mountains. Oh, my God. It's so fucking good. Oh, and this town here sucks. Oh, I fucking hate this place. Oh, it's not the town. The town's fine. The people are fucking terrible. All of which is complete fucking nonsense, by the way. Why you go on vacation, why you have the experience you have, why you want to move all the time, Lacey, is because it temporarily changes the noise in your head. That's why you love, as you call it, new things. And you get a rush out of it. And I understand that. But all you're doing is changing the noise in your head for a while and then it settles down and then it comes back. So what's the answer to that, Gary? I know, another fucking question. But anyway, actually, I'm going to give you the answer to this. Lacey, when you're in these situations, there's an absence of something, there's something you're not doing that automatically gets done for you when you move. See, when you move, and by the way, moving is a creation. You've created something. You've created a physical change. And when you go there, you engage with what you've created. Now, you haven't created the whole thing. You're just like, all right, pack that shit up, throw it in the U-hole, let's go. Found a new job somewhere else. Da, 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 da. Right? And off you go. Very unsettling, by the way, for young people. Right? They don't do well with that kind of change because they need stability and things to be as stable as they can, which is not always possible, but that's what they need. So you've kind of created this physical change that kind of illuminates other change, changes in the way you think, changes in the way you act, changes in the way you behave. And then so you get enthusiastic. You have this experience of like, oh, this is the right thing. Oh my gosh, this is so good. This is good for me. Because all the other old noises that were in your head are disappearing. 
you're consumed by something new. And there's a very obvious human thing there, right? When you take on something new, you get consumed by the new thing. You're like, your brain's engaging with the new thing. So there's no room for the old thing. You can't even think about it. And quite simply, that's how human beings work. When you're authentically engaged with something, whatever your worries are, in that moment, your worries disappear. They're not there. They're only there when you recollect them. So yeah, physical change can, like I said, illuminate that kind of experience. It kind of blows it up, lights it up. Well, you're like, oh yeah, this is fucking, this is what I was looking for. Love this place. And then your familiar brain patterns kick in. So obviously you would think, well, clearly I need to move again because that worked the last time. And you'd be on this cycle and this cycle and this cycle and this cycle, but you never really realize like, oh shit. Maybe there's something else at play here that I've never really got my eye on. And that part would be accurate. You see, in the absence of a created future, you're always left with your default self. In the absence of the kind of future that inspires you, you will just sink into a life of doing. Human beings must create. And I don't mean in this kind of wispy, theatrical way or even artistic way. Nothing wrong with that, but that's not what I'm talking about. In other words, human beings need to be up to something. If you want to be inspired, you need to be up to something. And here's the interesting thing. It's not geographical. Doesn't matter where you are. It's not financial. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. Human beings must be up to something. Must be up to creating things in the life, the kind of things that inspire them. And only you know what inspires you. So if I look at certain things like, I'm going to use these as an example, okay? Don't get hung up on them. Learning a new language, learning how to paint, learning how to run, learning how to use weights. Right? Expanding your mind, learning about history or whatever your thing might be, or understanding how your house works, or how the fucking universe works, or human beings need to be up to the kind of things that inspire them. And when they're up to the kinds of things that inspire them, then the future keeps unfolding. What you could say, by the way, in many ways, when you're up to something that inspires you, when you can connect that to what you're doing for a living, then not only are you bringing value to the table like we talked about in the first half of the show, but it lines up with your purpose, lines up with your life and you and what motivates you as a human being. So Lacey, what's always absent for you is I get you're a mom and you've been a single mom for a long time. And I acknowledge you for the job you're doing. You're doing fucking great. Just great. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for what you've done. But what's been missing in your life is some created phenomenon, some created future. Not the kind of future that, oh, when I get to that point, it'll all work out. But the kind of future that inspires you today, that calls you out of your slumber that calls you to be. 
And that's for everybody listening. If you're stuck, if you're thinking that move to fucking Montana will solve all your shit or whatever it might be, try on the idea that you've lost touch with your ability to create, to think great things and do them. And like I said, it's not always geographical. It's inspirational. All right, you guys, that's going to wrap it up for this week's show. As usual, if you want to participate in a future show, 646-450-3203. Send me an email, connect at garyjohnbishop.com. Jump on to the unfucknation.com website. Leave your question or your comment or whatever, or something you want me to discuss on the show. I'm happy to do it. But also, you know, you can buy yourself a very fucking cool t-shirt there, of which I've got them all, by the way. I'm still looking. You guys on Instagram, let me see in your t-shirts. Let me see in your Unfucked Nation t-shirts. Where in the world is the Unfucked Nation t-shirt this week? That's what I want to know. All right, you guys, have a great one. Thank you for being a member of the nation. Catch you next week. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.